Violet and Delphine were away for the rest of the week, so I didn't get a chance to pick their brains. My online property search had drawn a blank for the moment, and there was nothing suitable locally. It was all a bit frustrating. Moving into a bigger house would be the quickest and easiest way to expand my business, and getting out of rented accommodation would help me put down more permanent routes, and I was desperate to get on with it. I'd been treading water since splitting up with Eric, and now I realised I needed a challenge. I got used to being frugal over the last two years while we'd waited for our no-fault divorce to go through. Now that I'd got my share of the marital assets, I wasn't about to start chucking money around for the sake of it, but by the same token, it was time to start building a new life. Our marriage was over, I was Miss Gina Moss again, and it was time for a fresh start. It was now Friday afternoon, and I'd had a rare quiet day after a couple of the parents had phoned this morning to say their children were ill with a bug that was going around. All I had to do later was go to school to collect seven-year-old Noah. Noah only came to me occasionally. His father, Gabe, worked long hours, so Rosie, Gabe's girlfriend, and also one of my oldest friends, usually picked him up from school, and he'd spend an hour in her cafe before closing. But she had an appointment today, and had asked me to have him. After a couple of long hours sorting out some paperwork, I locked up the cottage and set off for Barnaby Village School. I was greeted in the playground by my friend and fellow childminder Paige. Hey Gina, reach into my pocket and grab a tissue for me, will you? I haven't got a free hand and Tabitha's wet nose is beginning to get uncomfortable. Paige was carrying Tabitha while pushing a twin buggy backwards and forwards to keep its other occupant asleep. Sure. I reached into the pocket of a soft wool cardigan for the tissues, wondering, as usual, how she always managed to look so groomed. Even now, when I hadn't had any kids to look after all day, I looked a scruff bag in comparison. Oh, poor little thing, that is a bad cold, I said, reaching in with the tissue and carefully wiping Tabitha's face. There you go, darling. She's got worse as the day has gone on. Her dad was very apologetic when he dropped her off, but begged me to have her. She's been on my knee most of the day, said Paige with a sigh. Luckily, Otis kept himself occupied. Mind you, the house is like a bombsite. You can't see the carpet for toys. I laughed. Mine is just as bad, and I've been the only one in it. Here, let me have her for a second. Tabitha protested a little, but I tucked her into my jacket and let her nestle her head into my neck. Thanks. Paige shook her arm out. Oh, look at that. She's gone straight to sleep. You're a marvel. Sure enough, Tabitha's eyes had shut tight. Her fingers curled loosely in my hair. Oh, bless her, I murmured. I'm sure it's your boobs, said Paige with a grin. Much more pillowy than my fried eggs. You're so lucky. Whatever, I said used to her being her own harshest critic. I think you're gorgeous. You need your eyes testing, but talking of gorgeous... She stepped closer and looked over her shoulder. Have you seen Mr Colby yet? Four. The governess had sent the children home with a letter last week, announcing that Mrs Birchnell, who'd been a head teacher for donkey's years, would not be here for the rest of the autumn term for personal reasons, and that a temporary replacement would be found as soon as possible. Evidently, the search was over. Not yet, 
tell all. According to Page, he had the physique of a premiership footballer and eyes that made you feel like the most important person in the world. Boy, does he look good in a suit. She lowered her voice and snorted. And I put good money on him looking even better without one. I wonder if he's single. Oi, I said, you're married. True, she gave me a wicked grin. But you're not. Stop right there, I warned. I'm not having all my friends trying to pair me off now that my divorce is final. I'm not your tragic single mate who needs rescuing from singledom. Message received, said Paige, giving a mock salute. I'd still like to know if he's single, though, just for reference. Fair enough, I conceded. But, for the record, no dating for me for a while. I've got some thinking to do about my life career-wise, post-Eric, and I don't want a man clouding my judgement. Paige's eyebrows shot up. Ooh, are you giving up childminding? No, definitely not, I love it. Anyway, enough about me, how are you? I asked smiling and waving at some of the women I recognised. Ethan went to university last weekend, didn't he? Paige groaned and my heart went out to her. She had two children and now both of them had left home. I miss him so much, I can't tell you. We officially have an empty nest and it's awful. Oh, love, I'm sorry, I said, putting an arm round her shoulders. It'll get better. 